Hey everyone, and welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, February 29th, 2016. Thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. I like saying February 29th because I can only say it once every four years. <laughs> uh, happy Leap Year Day. I don't know how to put it. Um, I always get so messed up with leap years because it throws everything else off to me. I, I'm a Taurus through and through. I like, um, I'm not spontaneous, <laughs> hardly ever. I'm neat and orderly, not neat. I'm orderly and organized and I have things planned. I'm a planner, man. And throwing this 29th in every four years, I should plan for it. Correct. But it still messes me up. Anyways, so I wasn't here last week. I did not do an Ask Allie last week. And <sighs> I haven't even said it yet. And I'm getting upset. Doggone it. Hold on a minute. <sighs> the reason I wasn't here last week is my next door neighbor, Bob, died. Now, if you've known me for any length of time or and listened to the Allie Thief show and or just, you know, I've mentioned him on this podcast over the years. Bob was my next door neighbor. Um, he was a good friend. And, uh, yeah, he died. And last Monday was his funeral. And I missed some bunches already, so... So that's why I wasn't here last week. And uh, last week didn't get much better <laughs> for me. I mean, it did for a moment. Um, after I had a family member say that I need to go see a licensed therapist because I'm such a fuck up, um, that didn't help last week. Not that there's anything wrong with therapy. <laughs> I have two psychology degrees. I understand therapy and the need for it. But um, the the way they put it, that everything that happens to me, um, while I believe, always believe it's a, because of all the choices I've made in my life, um, that I'm somehow, uh, I don't know, it's how they put it. it. It's, I'm not up to par. And because of that, and I am, you know, they said I'm a, I'm a fuck up. I need to go see a therapist. So that that too happened last week, and um, or the week before actually, um, yeah, week before, and then Bob's funeral on Monday, and then within um, a very short period of time, I I landed a job as a bus driver. <laughs> if you can believe that, for Worcester City Schools, and I was overly excited. I know you're thinking, you, a bus driver, really? You got a master's degree. What are you being a bus driver for? Um, well, skills and talent and experience and education and all that only count if somebody wants them. And uh, thus far, uh, nobody does. So the bus driver job, I was, I'm excited. I was excited because, I mean, what the hell? That's definitely a new challenge for me, uh, driving a bunch of kids, screaming and yelling and probably being rude. Um, around, but I would be on my son's schedule. We'd have the same days off. I'd be home in the evenings. I'd be home every weekend. I'd have all holidays off. So I, that's why I was excited. So I 
go and get my fingerprints and stuff and get checked by the FBI. And of course, I'm fine. And I go get my physical and, you know, fill out the form and, and doing the physical. And we're done with the physical. And I open my mouth and I say, you know, that, that one box there about sleeping, um, I do have sleep apnea, but I don't fall asleep. I don't get drowsy during the day. I don't take naps. And he stopped in his tracks. And I thought right then and there, yeah. Of course, I said a whole bunch of cuss words, but I won't get into that. And long story short, he says, you need to get cleared from your physicians with your sleep apnea. I said, fine. So I tried to contact the two physicians that I saw, and neither one of them will sign off that I will not fall asleep driving uh, the children because I refuse to use um, the CPAP machine. I refuse it. Um, I'm very claustrophobic with it. My anxiety goes off the charts, and I don't sleep at all. Um, It has the exact opposite of what it's supposed to do. So I refuse to use it, and they refuse to sign off on me um, driving for the, you know, the driving a bus unless I get back on it. Well, I can't get back on it. I can't. Uh, so they won't sign off, so I won't get the job. <laughs> so I suppose easy come, easy go, huh? Um, but yeah, that, that, that peeves me. Um, there's a couple other things that peeve me, which I'll talk about in the topic in a few, a few minutes here. We'll get into that in a little bit, but it's been a hell of a couple weeks. Um, writing erotica for fun and profit, it's open. Um, the uh, the early bird, that's what I call it, early bird uh, price and bonuses are on the site. Um, stop by, take a look. It, it went well last time, I thought. It seemed to be. Um, we go about how to write erotica, um, how to develop your characters, and then how to market your erotica. And then I say build your erotica empire. Because you can. You can build an erotica empire if you so desire. And I lay out how. So that that's what's going on. I think it's time for what? The Tarot Overview of the Week. And this week I use the Enchanted Map by Colette Baron-Reed. Um, yes. So there's three cards. Now remember... You guys choose one, choose one, two, or three. You can't change your mind when I tell you what the cards mean. (laughs) And then whatever cards you picked, whatever the overview is, that's the overview of your energy for the week. So plan accordingly. Okay, so I, I dealt out the cards. They're already turned over. So now all you have to do is pick and we can get forward. So let's play Jeopardy here. Okay, did you pick? One, two, or three? Um, I will tell you ahead of time, I picked two. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I picked two. Okay, so the first card is the Gentle Gardener. It's such a pretty little card. These, these nice little fairies are out in the grass, and this spirit woman is, is leaning over and, and smiling down upon them. And the Gentle Garden is... Um, telling you or actually reminding you that your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs create the reality you experience. Um, 
the gentle gardener is uh what's the word i'm looking for embodiment of energy within you and it is sent out into the field of co-creation so whatever thoughts and feelings and emotions you put out that's what the world sends back to you okay so it's telling you this week be aware of your thoughts be aware of the quality of your thoughts um, and to believe in limitedless limitless yes possibilities you do that, you do both those things, and miracles shall unfold for you this week. I think that's pretty good. Now, the second card, which is what I drew, and I'm not going to lie, I cringed. <laughs> I turned it over. So if you pick two as well, we picked um, the compass, and it's reversed. And when I read, well, when I remembered what the... Um, meaning to reversed compass was i went uh yeah so what it is the reverse compass is talking about what is your higher power right now so whatever you're constantly focusing on long enough becomes your higher power so if you're worrying about financial insecurity um then materialism is your idol if you obsess over relationship then the relationship is your god if you're concerned about your weight or your looks or your status, uh, then your personal power is gone and um, doubt is your goddess. Nothing but the spirit can be your guiding force. You'll never truly find what you seek if these worries and distractions are your constant focus. So it's saying to surrender and shift your compass. Be still and watch as the needle points to true north. And then you realign. So, yeah, that fits me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So if I keep thinking about Harrison Ford, will he be my God? I would like that. That would be a nice change of pace. I could worship him. That's not a problem. <laughs> so the last card I drew, what is the last card I drew? Number 51, which is Moonlight. Moonlight. It's a nice, pretty card. Um, it, Moonlight's all about trusting your intuition. And allowing your intuition to lead you to places that do not seem very logical. Uh, it's telling you to stop second-guessing yourself because your intuition is uh, sharp. It's on point. And this week it's going to be easy for you to see below the surface on people and what they say and then situations and read between the lines. Um, and this is a good time this week to start a brand new um, tarot or oracle deck. Maybe purchase one and, and try out somebody something new. And to pay attention really to your intuition and the symbolism that comes around you. Because um, guides and angels and whatnot will speak to you a lot of times through symbols. Through repetitive songs, through uh, repetitive numbers, repetitive phrases, different colors, um, different uh, parts of the world that you keep seeing. So pay attention. Okay? All right. So that is the tarot overview of the week. We have first a gentle gardener, which is about putting thoughts and getting back. The second is the compass reversed and where you put your thoughts, where your focus is, your repetitive focus, that is your God. So choose carefully. And the last one is moonlight, which is trusting your intuition because it's going to be on point this week. Okay? Okay, so the topic, and I'm not going to lie, 
I wasn't going to do an Ask Allie this week either. Um, <laughs> I wasn't because of um, the last week and a half and the mood I'm in today. Uh, I'm not... I'm not in a very a joyful mood. Um, at this moment in time, I'm okay. But uh, the topic is it's okay to question everything because that's exactly what I'm doing. I am questioning absolutely everything. Um, tomorrow, March 1st, I will. the process will start for me to lose my house. The foreclosure process will start tomorrow. And I'm very upset because of it. Um, I'm not upset about the house per se. Um, I love my house and so does obviously my computer. I love my house um, and I feed a lot of animals outside. So that's what I'm worried about um, them because there's nobody else in this neighborhood that, that takes care of them but me. Um, other neighbors try to poison them and do other horrible things. So, damn it. I was just saving grace. And I'm not going to have a chance to do that anymore. And also, where am I going to live with a child and 12 animals? Um, that's going to be very, very difficult. So, the process starts tomorrow. And it takes approximately six months. So by the time Kyle goes back to school, we need to be living someplace else here in Worcester. Um, but this happening, it makes me question everything. And why? Because I've listened. I've listened to angels. I've listened to guides. I've listened to my intuition. I have listened to intuitive friends. And I've listened and I've gone forward with what I've been told and felt and of course corrected a few times and this is where it got me and I'm angry about that because while coming out on the other side of this I pray will be beneficial to Kyle myself and the animals putting myself myself in this position um and losing the house, it's just very disturbing that I did everything I was supposed to do, followed, followed the lines, and uh, this is where I'm at. Now, of course, I could have listened to everybody and followed the lines and got to this point in time because, well, I'm supposed to because it's the only way to get me to go to someplace else. I understand that. But it makes me question all the signs I've gotten, all the intuition, all the um, talk I have done over uh, a lifetime, you know, telling people about gods and angels and my intuition telling you about what you should be, what you, you know, should, what path you should travel, what you should do. It makes me question it all. And... I don't think that makes me a bad person. I think it's okay. And I know that there are plenty of other people who are in very difficult situations. Uh, maybe not the same one I'm in, but difficult for them. Whether it be a relationship, a job loss, um, 
family problems, uh, whatever it happens to be for them, it's difficult. And a lot of times they followed their own intuition. Sometimes they talked to me and I told them different things. And, and sometimes they followed it, sometimes they don't. But it, I, it, just makes me, it just makes me question everything. And it's my logical side coming out saying, you know what, you, you, you did all this. Congratulations. You know, you did all the metaphysical stuff. And um, this, this is where you're at. Now, do you remember how you got here? And I do remember how I got here. It's before I really got in touch again with my metaphysical side. I <laughs> I lost my house in Cuyahoga Falls. That's how I got to Worcester. And I lost my house in Cuyahoga Falls because I didn't listen to myself. And I trusted this marketing firm and got caught up in a marketing scheme and um, lost everything that way. I did not trust my intuition. And that's what happened. That got me here. So... Trusting my intuition is now getting me out of here. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? Um, again, I don't think it's bad to question. Uh, I don't think it's bad when you guys question. Lots of times I've gotten emails where saying, you know, I've done this, this, and this, and this shows up. Why? Why bother? And to be honest, I don't know where I'm going with this topic. <laughs> Except that it's okay to question. It's when you're a spiritual person, you know, especially one that was in my position using intuition to help people. Uh, there are other readers and energy workers and, and whatnot out there helping other people. When you stop and question, you know, question what's happening with the angels or why the guide's talking to you or question your intuition. Why would it possibly tell you to do something so asinine? It's okay. It doesn't make you less of a spiritual person. It doesn't make you less of a helper. It doesn't make you less of everything. It just means that for whatever period of time, you have lost faith in the path you're traveling. The faith will come back. Like I am convinced my faith will come back uh, once I see how things start to tr unfold. Now, I'm at a point where I cannot control how things are going to unfold. Um, I'm, I can only work on what's going to happen after it unfolds. Uh, the house, um, while the deed is in my name, the loan is in my ex-husband's name. Now, it's like, oh yeah, ha, 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 you can stick it to him because they're going to go after him. No doubt about it. They'll go after him for the foreclosure. But um, as angry as I was, I'm not angry with him anymore. As angry as I was with him over the years, I I don't want to purposely do that to anybody, even though he purposely did a lot of things uh, to me. Uh, this could have been avoided by having things refinanced. And uh, he didn't want to do it Um despite the fact that he knew that we'd probably lose the house and his son would have no place to live. <laughs> um, but still, I don't want to put any burden on other people. Um, I don't like doing that. So, yeah. 
<laughs> so it's just, I guess just the, the point of my rambling here going on 20 minutes is the fact that it's okay to question everything. You're not less of a spiritual person. You're not less in helping other people. Um, you're not less of anything. Except maybe less faith in the path. Question. Look for the answers. Allow the answers to show up. Don't try to create the answers. Let the answers say, hey, here I am. That's going to be very difficult for me because, again, I'm a planner. I like things nice and neat. But um, my son, when I, I told him about this, uh, had a breakdown, to put it mildly. Um, he's the type of person, um, he's very, very sensitive, very and I know that I have to be very careful on how I act with what's going on uh, so that I don't make his life worse. Uh, but, you know, we were talking today about what we're going to take, what we're just going to leave here for the new owners whenever they auction off the house. Um, so I think he's kind of okay with it, but not okay. Anyways, so... After all this rambling, gosh, we're here at the end. <laughs> I'd say, God, what a horrible ask alley this was. Um, between uh, Bob dying and, and me being told of a fuck up and then losing the house. It's been a hell of a couple weeks. No doubt about it. I will always bounce back. That, that's just who I am. I just don't know how long it's going to take me <laughs> to bounce back and um, be okay with everything. So, you know, if you have a moment, you know, throw out some, some energy my way, I'd appreciate it. And uh, energy for all the animals I feed because they're going to have to find a new way to um, eat. Um, a lot of Cats to come to my house were thrown out of their original houses, and most of them were declawed, which makes it very difficult for them to kill um, the squirrels and the chipmunks and uh, whatnot to eat. Um, so if you could say a little prayer for them too, I'd appreciate it. And despite the fact that this is kind of a depressing episode, and I apologize, uh, thank you for joining me here at Ask Alex. <laughs> I'd ask, say if you like this episode please rate it on iTunes and tell your friends but it's okay if you didn't like it um, it's really okay this time around because just because it's okay to question everything you guys take care and as far as I know right now I will see you next Monday if not that means I'm still in a really bad mood or maybe I, I got a different job I don't know but if not, you'll hear, you'll hear again from me. No worries. Have a good week, guys, and we'll see you later. <laughs>